Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 605, recorded live on Sunday, August 18th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who I'm thinking I got back into Ingress, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who's getting back into Ingress, not for Ingress, Andy Lowe. Hi. I I think you got me into Ingress for the same reason that you're getting into Ingress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that it has nothing to do with Ingress. Right. Yeah. We're, we're doing it so that we can do Pokemon Go. Oh, we're doing it for Harry Potter. Oh, well, okay. Same same difference. Yeah. Six of one, yep. half dozen of the other. Because, man, there are portals that I want to suggest, and I'm not there anymore. Nope. I went into gotta, my email. You gotta put in some time. Yeah, I went into my email, and I actually looked up all my emails from Super Ops. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember the days where they just wanted anybody to do it. Yep. Now you've got to, like, work your way up the, the rankings and the groups. And not only that is, I got to work my way up just to submit. And then if I want to, you know, work in the approval process, I have to work my way up two more levels past what I want to wake up right now. Yep. You have to be level 12 to approve? Yes. You have to be level 12, and then you have to pass an online test. (laughs) Okay. Asking, you know, basically, should this portal be approved, yes or no? And if it's no, you have to, I think, select which reason why. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I want to... I, be able I have to, to submit stuff. Yeah. And so I have to play Ingress. That said, I'm kind of having fun with Ingress. It's so much more, uh, you know, there's so much more now. Before it was kind of, you know, rough and tumble. And I remember when, you know, IITC first came out. Mm-hmm. And you're just the Ingress like, Intel Total Conversion Mod. Yes. Now it's like a, it's like a whole thing now. Yep. It's like, oh, do you want this mod or this mod or this mod? I'm like, well, shoot. Yes, I would like them all, please. Yeah. I would like a mod that can help me, like, actually plan out an efficient set of of connections, though. Which is, yeah, that's why I'm, uh, I looked at Maxfield, but that just seemed a little too weird. Because in theory, it, you know, it planned out the most, you know, your most AP gain for it. But then the result it gave me said I needed 48 keys for a single for, portal for a single portal. Other portals, I only needed one or two, but one of them I needed 48 keys for. Well, Because that's the one that you were going to link everything else to. Yes. But if I'm by myself trying to get 48 keys for a single portal. Well, you could say like, hey, community, help me out and not try and do it all yourself. I have tried to post into the faction chat. I saw. I have gotten no response from anybody. Oh. I think there's a telegram or telegraph or whatever the other chat. Telegraph. Telegraph. I think there's a telegraph somewhere, but I can't get anybody to tell me what the information is. So. Yep. So I'm actually running into this issue of I'm running out of inventory space because I have 400 keys. I only have, I think, 200 keys, and I'm holding on to most of them at the moment because I'm trying to get the XM Recharge Badge. So um, XM Recharge Badge. Yes. Where you remotely recharge things? Yes. That's just for pure amount recharged to portals, right? Yes. Okay. So you're just like, anytime you have full energy, you go through your keys until you find one that needs to be charged? Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I have a lot of level 8 power cubes. I think I currently have 46 level 8 power cubes. So you just recharge, pop a cube, recharge, pop a cube. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How much How much energy, how much XM do you need to use? Uh, let's see, where am I at? Deploy resonators, no, recharger. I have recharged 1.1 million XM so far. And I have to charge 3 million in order to get gold. So a little ways to go. Yes. I can tell you exactly, though, because there is a there is a, a website called Agent Stats. I don't know exactly yeah. what the website is called, but it's they have an app. Agentstats.com. Something like that, sure. I'm, I'm saying it's agent-stats.com. Oh, is that what it actually is? I assume so. It looks like an ingressy website. <laughs> But uh, I put it. I put the app on my phone, and then I go into the redacted scanner. Thank you for being a founder. And do we I, still have access to that scanner? Yes. Ooh. I know it's weird. People are like, "Oh, how do I do this?" Well, you can't do it in Prime. Well, how do I get redacted? Well, if you're asking that question, you can't get redacted. <laughs> I mean, you just go to the, the, the Play Store, right? Like, it's an app you download, but you have to have been part of it before. Mm-hmm. And let's see, according to the Recharger, the agent stats, I will get gold on the Recharger at my current pace by September 2nd. September 2nd? September 2nd. That's not very far away. No, because I have recharged... <laughs> <laughs> is that all you do with your spare time is just recharge portals? I Over the last week, I have spent 943,000 XM recharging. That's a lot, Andy. I know, but when you haven't played in a lot of years, you have a lot of power cubes sitting around. And um, there are two enlightened portals um, that are nearby work to me, which normally would, you know, would be a bad thing. But with glyph hacking, um, there are two level eights. They both have multi-hack and heat sink um, mods on them. So I, I don't attack them. I just use them. <laughs> Because right. I can farm from them. Yeah, because I can sit there, you know, with the two very rare multi hacks on a single portal yep. so and a very a rare heat it. sink. I'm just sitting there and I'm like my whole lunch period, I'm just like bouncing between these two th- portals. And then every once in a while, because of how they time out with each other, there's 11, there's a level seven portal on the other side of the building that I just walk over to tap that one and then just walk back and by the time I walk back the eight level eight portals are up and running again jeez how many there's two level eights okay I thought you said the eight level eights and I'm oh like, no what the? no 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 they just have the two if you want to see eight level eights go up to MSU's campus it is just full of high level blue portals I'm amused at that because I would have expected it to be full of high level green portals as would have I, but it's you just look primarily at camp- resistance. Yeah, you look at the campus and you're just like, holy crap. It's one of those things where it's like, I wish I was a green player, but then you'd have to be a high level green because there are so many portals. Yeah, I am, by the way, 946,000 XM on the recharger. So you're close to getting your bronze or no silver. No silver. I guess I can start doing, you know, that just using some of these power cubes that I've got. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of power cubes. Yeah. So by the end of this month, I should have one, two, three three more silver not bad and yeah i should get my first gold supposedly if i recharge at this current pace by september 2nd and if i keep on my ap level I should have enough ap for level nine on the 19th of september yes not bad at all now the thing though is also that there are two ingress events going on in grand rapids next month nice are you going to try and go to them i don't know 
I put my RSVP in, but I haven't figured out if I want to go yet or not. So this is a lot of work for something that as soon as I reach level 10, most likely will just drop like I'm going to stop like a bad habit. Well, I mean, you still have to use the app to submit the portals, don't you? I think Kate is mocking me. What'd you say? I know. Think of all the portals we could have that could turn into inns and greenhouses and fortresses. Well, sort of. Keep in mind, (laughs) density. Yeah, I know they need to be approved first. They have to be approved. You can't have more than some in certain areas. We'll try to figure out, you know, if there's something we can put out on our front lawn and like somehow legitimately though, right? Yeah. Not like yes, no. Oh, I bought this statue and now it's here and now I've put this in. No, I'm, I would try and you know dot the i's and cross the t's and make sure it is like checks a lot of the portal boxes and then yeah, put it on our front lawn so I can you know. <laughs> Hopefully get an inn right in front of my house. <laughs> Just realize what that means. If you've been in there, you also have a Pokestop there. So you're going to have to deal with the Pokemon Go players coming by. Okay, if I put like a free library in there, I'll put a bunch of water bottles in there and be like, hey, Pokemon trainers, free water. I don't know. Make it a geocache as well, just to <laughs> catch. Catch the random geocacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it thinks the geocaching is a little too much. It, it might be. Yeah. So yeah, well, so yeah, okay. we're playing a game that's what six, seven years old now. Uh, more because it came out like right when I I moved out here, right? I started submitting in 2013. So I was definitely still at Maple Grove Apartments. Ingress released December 14th, 2013. Okay. okay, December 14th. So let me go to my email and see my first portal submission. December 17th. That can't be right. Said Ingress came out December 14th, 2013. I don't think it did. I think it was out before that. It must have been out before that because my first portal submitted um, came Monday, April 1st, 2013. Yeah. Because, like, I swear I have a badge in the game for, like, help provided in year seven. Yeah, you were chatting with me, six green portals all within walking distance in March of 2013. So uh, I guess we got to update their Wikipedia page. <laughs> hey, I earned that silver medal. <laughs> have you been recharging while we've been doing this? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, it was a good idea, and it was super easy to do. I just did close to 100,000 XM. Mm-hmm. That's going from nothing to bronze. Okay, here we go. Ingress was released as a closed beta in November 15th, 2012. July 12th, 2012, they talked about it at San Diego Comic-Con. Ingress 13, yeah, it's 2013. I'm guessing, so we were we beta players? Yeah, probably. Crazy. <laughs> oh i'd look back at the history but they had posted all their stuff on google plus back then oh god that's not a thing no it's not a thing anymore they literally no. yeah have you done the missions by the way i've done two missions and it turns out i did them in the wrong order oh no yeah you got to do them in order no you don't have to do them in order but but they'd make a picture if you do Lottie frickin' da. It was literally, hey, hit these six portals in a line, get a badge. And I'm like, well, shoot, if all the missions are like this, bing, 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 I'm done. Yeah, but if you do them in order, it makes a a picture picture that I'm going to look at for how many months till I get to level 10 and then drop it like a bad habit. (laughs) Fair point. (laughs) And be like, oh, look at this pretty picture that I don't care about. I'd rather just, you know, hit all the missions as soon as I can. Get the badge. I mean, you don't you don't get a, anything for it. Yeah, no, it's just above and beyond. It's kind of like this this 
Aurora thing that's going on right now. Yeah, I lost track of Ingress events and what they're doing. Yeah, if I get 25 missions, I get a silver. If oh, all really? my missions are like six portals... So I can there actually pr- is a, a badge for doing the missions? Yes. Uh, spec oh. Ops. Which one is it? Spec Ops. Yes, which... What what does it look like? I don't know. Mine is locked because I've only done two missions and I need five to get bronze. No, no, It's no. the last one no. on the bottom. It's the bottom corner one for me. Well, they move as you unlock them, so that's not helpful. Yes, but I haven't unlocked it yet. Or Boris. Oh, Spec Ops. Okay. Yep, I've done 18. <laughs> Complete unique missions. If you do 25, you get silver. That's an easy one. Holy crap. Did you not do the research, Dave? Did you no, not Andy. do the research? I did, I did not. <sighs> but that's a really easy one to get silver on then. Yeah. If you already had 18? Well, there's 18 at Epic. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have to, you have to search I, for... I, I did all 18 of those at work. But also, like, Ingress Intel Total Conversion will mark the starting portals of missions if you have the right plugin. And so, like, I know there's a couple next to my house that I can go get. I do not have that one in there yet. I'll have to do that one later. But right, should we talk about something that's not Ingress? <laughs> yeah, all right, fine, fine, fine. What would you like to talk about, Andy? Uh, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> the fact that Niantic is now banding people. But you wanted to talk about not Ingress, and the first topic that you want us to talk about is, is Ingress. Pokemon Go and Harry Potter. Oh, okay, so Niantic. Yes, they have announced some important policy updates, and in the process of doing it, um, said that they had identified and initiated action against more than half a million accounts that were found to be using cheating apps in Pokemon Go and Harry Potter. Oops. Half a million accounts. <laughs> so that's 400,000 in Pokemon. I mean, what were they cheating on? Like, how do you cheat at Pokemon? I don't know, but there were 500,000 accounts who were found to be using cheating apps in Pokemon. Oh, there are 22,000 Ingress people that they have banned found to be supporting and participating in the illicit trade of in-game items. Isn't that what the capsule's for in the game? Uh, yeah. You load up the capsule, you drop it, somebody else goes and picks it up? Are I they thought. just it, Maybe they're getting, maybe they're doing like money or something. Or they're doing duplications. Oh. If someone found a way to dupe items and then trade the dupes. Maybe. That could be it. Mm. But yeah, so they're expanding the three strikes discipline policy. They've improved their detection of rooted and jailbroken devices. Oh no! As a reminder, I our games will f- yeah, our games will fail to run on devices that have compromised root access because they don't want you to play on a spoofing game. Yep, thing. So watch out if you got a rooted phone. You be might careful. not be able to play Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. I actually have a friend who stopped playing Pokemon Go because of that. He had rooted his phone for other reasons. And then Niantic said, hey, you have a rooted phone. You can't play. And he's like, well, screw you. Fine, I'm not playing. <laughs> okay, so Niantic is trying to take care of their cheating problem, or at least some of their cheating problems. Mm-hmm. I haven't dug in too deep into this like whole realm of, of people cheating, so I don't know how bad it really is. I'm guessing it's pretty bad. I mean, man, GPS spoofing in the game is, you know, right off the bat, there's one thing right there. And, like, they should be able to detect some of that. Not all of it, but some of it. The people who do it stupidly yes. should be easy to detect. <laughs> if you're, if you're, you know, connecting to the server and you're in Europe and all of a sudden you're connecting to the server and you're in the U.S. literally 30 seconds later. Then something fishy's going on. Ah, uh, cool. Okay, so that's, that's Niantic. And, mm-hmm. okay, uh, what else do we have then? Discord. I like Discord. Yeah, What's they're gonna Discord tr- doing? They're going to try out 
gameplay streaming. So they're trying to take on Twitch? I guess so. The chat platform announced that a new go live feature will let users broadcast their gameplay live to up to 10 people. So they're trying to take on Twitch, but on a really bizarrely limited basis. <laughs> yes. You can be a Twitch streamer with 10 viewers. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of nice because, like, there have been times where I've wanted to stream to, to some friends and not have to deal with, like, all of Twitch and OBS and all that crap. Hey, man, OBS is nice once you learn how to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. And it looks, like, super, super powerful. But mm -hmm. I, d I don't want to have to spend a bunch of time learning it. If if Discord provided me the ability to, like, click a button and my friends could watch, that's kind of nice. I could see getting behind that and supporting that. Service will be available to all users, up to 4K streaming. Yes, if you are part of the paying subscribers. Yep, with Nitro. Yep. So yeah, Discord's going to try and take on Switch 10 people at a time. <laughs> well, go find out how many Twitch streams there are with less than 10 viewers. Ah. <sighs> The answer is probably most a lot. of them. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's probably most Twitch streams have fewer than 10 people. Yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, duh, duh, duh. Twitch users are male. Twitch users are on mobile age. Daily visits. Users. 95. Blah, blah, blah. Chat messages. Whispers. Watched. Esports. US. Fortnite. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Did you try and find them? I'm trying to see if there's anything on the stats page about Twitch, but it's probably done by Twitch, so, you know. Probably not not a lot. Yeah. Nope, not helpful. Uh, well, it's, I'm, I'm glad to see that they're still trying to grow. I mm -hmm. really like Discord, and if Hangouts I have it on my phone, actually, yeah, and I've got it I was for... going to say, like, if Hangouts actually stops happening, which Google keeps saying, like, well, we might be getting rid of this, then, like, Discord may be the alternative. Yes, what do I have? I have I have three Discord things on there. I tried to join a fourth one, but the link did not work for my phone. Aww. I know. So, speaking of streaming and such... Yes. Uh, Nintendo appears oh, to... Oh, hey! Sorry, I was just going to say, because Discord, I just opened it up since we were talking about it, and the patch notes are stream to your friends! Shocking. Stream games to your friends and Discord server with go live, rolling out new tech server by server for the next few weeks. When Discord detects you're playing a game, a new activity bar will give you the option to stream your game to a voice channel in your server. Streams are low latency, sub second. That's big because Twitch's latency is like 10 seconds. Yeah. Which means that when you're trying to talk to the streamer, they're already past that. Oh man, that'd be a fun little thing to do. Huh. Um play a game but play it through the twitch stream you mean like twitch plays pokemon i mean you gives... know the thing that happened five years ago no no i mean like give a guy a controller give him the twitch stream of the game he is playing but that's his monitor oh god so you're forced to have a 10 second latency yes that would be terrible yeah no that would be awful i'd i'd hate doing that and probably hate watching that uh okay what else Come on, let's bring this back. Um, other digital news. Yeah. Madden came out. The new Madden football. Yes. And according okay. to EA, well over half of the game's first week sales were digital. I mean, that doesn't surprise me anymore, right? No, it, it it's it's noteworthy, but it's not surprising. Like, of course they're digital. 
man, I remember when like Madden release night, you know, GameStop would have like the midnight release stuff for it. Andy, have you seen GameStop's stock? <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna. Add, I wasn't gonna bring that part up of it. Have you seen it? Because <laughs> I, I got news for you, man. Like, yeah, it's bad. It's mm. real bad. Yeah, but still, it's kind of you know, it's it's surprising. But yeah, no, not some. It, it's it's interesting, but not surprising. It's interesting, but not surprising. Can yeah. I go with that? Interesting, but not surprising. Yes, that a huge amount is being purchased digitally. I mean, heck, I just went to the store with Bry this weekend, and he bought a Switch and bought like four games digitally and one game physically. And like we were in the store, but most of the games were digital because they were only available digitally. Okay. Um, what else? UPS self-driving trucks. Yes. Oh, yeah. So UPS said that they were teaming up with somebody to do self-driving trucks. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, they've already been, been out on the it. road for months. <clears throat> Which roads? And and by what definition of self-driving? Uh, uh, the, the, since May, two simple autonomous trucks have been hauling UPS loads on a 115-mile route between Phoenix and Tucson. Okay. So Arizona. Yes. Which is not like the hardest roads in the world. No. And from the looks of this video a little farther down, it's not like autonomous, like there's no one in the truck. Well, they have a safety guy and a driver. They have an engineer and a driver in the truck, but the driver is not actually touching anything. He is just there in case there is a problem. Right. And the engineer is probably just monitoring the um, the status of the AI the whole time. Probably, yes. Jesus. Oh, they want to get to level four. Mm-hmm. So it is, what, level three? Uh, I can never remember the I, distinctions. Yeah, I don't remember that. Level three is conditional automation. Oh, I like the <laughs> I like the icons of this. If you click where it says level four in the article, it's got a little, like, infographic. <laughs> level of, five is of, a book, okay. Yeah, well, but, like, it's it's there, and then it's a dotted line, and then it's only one hand, and then it's, like, even less filled-in dotted line and still just one hand, and then there's just no steering wheel, and then there's full automation. <clears throat> okay, level three. So here's the key differentiator. <coughs> level three is the first one where the, the system is monitoring the environment. Vehicle can perform most driving tasks. Human override is still required. So that's where we are. They want these trucks to be at level four. Vehicle performs all driving tasks under specific circumstances. So, like, once you get on the highway, it just goes. Which we've had most of that for a while now. Yep. You know, I still remember going to the auto show years ago, and it was was Audi or Volvo, one of the two, where they had driven a car from L.A. to New York. And the car was driving autonomously for like 90, 98% of the time, which makes sense because once you get on the highway system in the U.S. It should all be the same. It should all be the same. It's part of the federal regulations for the highway. Should. 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 Right. Like there's always construction. <laughs> Especially in that's, the summer. That's what throws it off, right? Yes. Yeah. And we still see the news. I Well, I see some of the, the Reddit posts on the Tesla groups about, you know, hey, my Tesla, you know, auto drive almost ran into a, you know, cement divider due to construction. Yeah, that's not good. No. But it's getting better. Mm-hmm. All right. So UPS is working with which company? Two... Two, what do they call it? Two, Too simple. Too simple, yes. The self-driving freight startup. So wait, where's where's uh, Mr. Musk's Tesla self-driving truck? semi? Um, last What's time, up with that? Last time I saw a news article about the Tesla semi-truck was a, um, yes, 
posted a couple of days ago, the uh, highway patrol guys out in California at Donner Pass posted a picture of the Tesla semi prototype doing some range tests with a full load of 75,000 pounds. That's a lot of weight. Yes. 75,000. So you're looking at 30 ish tons. Yes. Right. Yes. And according to the driver, the test driver said that it was meeting or even exceeding range expectations. Well, that's good. Yes. For Tesla. Yes. Musk said last year that the Tesla semi-production version will have closer to 600 miles of range. How? I don't know. Like, wasn't that the thing? Everyone was looking at the analysis and saying, like, there's no way it has the range that they're advertising. And now they're saying it has more? Yeah. Tesla, <laughs> Daimler's head of trucks, told the reporters earlier today that Tesla semi defy the laws of physics. See, it's not, not good when you say a company has defied the laws of physics. That... <laughs> Shouldn't be a thing. No. Lisa, in this house, we obey the laws of thermodynamics. Yep. Simpsons quote. Uh, okay, so Tesla Semi was first supposed to go into production in 2019, but Tesla has recently delayed the launch of the production until the end of next year. So we're looking at the end of 2020 now. But when they launch, they'll have a, like, 600-mile range. Yes. And of course, with all these Amazon warehouses cropping up, you won't even need a 600-mile range. No, no, you don't. How how close is the nearest Amazon warehouse to you, Andy? Oh, hold on. I, did, I looked this up one time. South of Grand Rapids, Amazon Project Rapids, Caledonia. So let's see. That's the that, uh, directions to that, please. No, that's the wrong one. Shoot. Amazon GRR1. There it is. Okay, that directions to that place, please. Uh, 51.2 miles. So you don't really need a 600-mile range on that. No. What you do, though, oh my gosh, the... I take 131 up towards when I go up to the Holland office. Yeah. And oh my God, if I go up there at the right time, it is like a freaking train of Ford Econoline vans and Ford Sprinter vans, all painted with the Amazon blue smile on the side, just yeah. streaming down 131. Because they're bringing stuff back down? Well, they're, they're, yeah, they're bringing, because they're going from the distribution center up in Grand Rapids down to all the stuff in uh, southern Michigan. So it's, it's like, a migration <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah it's just you know it's the babies leaving the nest except that's google get it because because google owns nest oh yeah sorry it's yeah. late it's not that late you're an hour behind me so it's yes, 11 40 <laughs> well whose fault is that uh, mine okay can we record early sure day before hey how's it going uh what shoot i meant to say can we record early the day before saturday early on saturday hey it's been a long week here okay i had okay. that the, we lost power at work and the building generator did not turn on oh that would be a long week especially since I was there remotely updating another server at the time because they had lost power over there. Which is there. not something that you want to have interrupted by a power loss. Well, the, the, that one, so I, I was updating a server. It was taking forever to download the updates because I had to update the lifecycle controller and the BIOS and a couple other things too at the same time. So I'm like, just, you know what, screw it. We'll just update everything that Dell tells me wants to update. Yeah. That, you know, finally gets done right around 7.30. I'm like, okay, I'll, you know, tell it to reboot, you know, later that <laughs> night. All the power turns off. Well, no, because I was in another market. But I get home and I sit down for dinner and at 8 o'clock I get a phone call from work. Hey, we lost power. And I'm just like, 
What do you mean you lost power? Well, the power's not on. Is the generator running? I don't know. How can I tell? Like, you, <laughs> you'd be able to on? tell if this generator is running because it is literally like two feet from the building. Well, technically four feet due to, you know. Regulations. Regulations. But you'd be able to tell if this generator is running. He's like, no, I don't hear anything. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, we should probably keep going on topics, though. Okay. There's an Amazon topic, since we're talking about Amazon and Amazon deliveries. Yes. So, that. things on Amazon, that, because Amazon stores things for other sellers. Yeah. That's part of their shtick, where it's like, you don't yeah. have to have a warehouse. We have a warehouse. You have a storefront. People buy things. We deliver it. Well, um, sometimes when, you know, the, you store the stuff at storefronts and the, the storefront, you know, goes away or things get um, returned... Mm-hmm. Amazon's current default thing has been basically just to destroy it and throw it out. Oh, but that could be like useful. Yes, it, it could still be worth something. Well, well, yes. So there was a um, there was a French, I think. Yeah, it was a French um, documentary estimating Amazon to have destroyed over three million products in France last year. So that's just France. So that comes out. People are like, "Hey, what are you doing with all this unsold inventory?" And now Amazon's like, "Well, you know what? Maybe we should probably donate it to charity instead of just destroy it. Instead of just destroying it." So yeah. So starting on September first. The donation program would become the default option for all sellers when they choose to dispose of their unsold or unwanted products in the U.S. and the U.K. Okay. Now, that could mean anything from, like, I'm a person who sells a bunch of sweaters on Amazon, and so now a a charity is going to get hundreds of sweaters, to I sell, like, office toys. So some charity is going to get a bunch of office toys, Newton's cradles. Like, yeah. I... It, it feels like some of these will be worth more than others to some people. Yes. Yeah, it's just kind of like the time that where Goodwill kind of puts a little sign out there saying, no, we will not accept any more copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. Did Goodwill have to put that out? Yeah, uh, Goodwill and Salvation Army both were putting out signs saying that they were not going to accept any more donations of Fifty Shades of Grey. Because That's they, hilarious. <laughs> there were just, I, I swear there was like, there was a picture of, you know... Let's see, donations. Let's see if we can find up. Yeah, there's a thrift store bags for <laughs> the charity built a freaking like castle wall. Out of copies of Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes. Here, I will send you a copy of the image. But everyone bought it. Why Why did they all return it or donate it to charity? Because it wasn't that good of a book. Did you, did you read it, Andy? Yes. Yes, I did read it. Oh, I'm sorry. Because... That's a lot of books. <laughs> yes. That can't be as thick as it looks, right? It's only thick because they added a side. It's got to be just one book thick. It's a really big stack of books. Yes. Okay, Amazon is donating. Good for them. I'm very happy to hear it. What else? Um, let's see. Uh, Loot Crate is going bankrupt. Loot Crate was the... the subscription box where you'd get, you know, a themed box. Random stuff. Yeah. It was it was the bag of crap in a box. But, you know, had a video game or some other theme to it. Yeah. They're going bankrupt? Yep. Aw. It was a clever idea. It was, but it seems uh, one factor... But, like, how do you make money off of it? Yeah, especially if you start getting more and more very niched-themed loot crates. Yeah, which I, I assume they did. Yeah. Because, like, you can only have so many Mega Man-themed loot crates. <laughs> Yes. Mega Man again. Aw, unsubscribe. Which Mega Man did I get this time? I, I don't know. Did you get Mega Man this time, no, Andy? No, I have did never gotten... Did you subscribe to Loot Crate? I have never actually subscribed to Loot Crate. Maybe that's why they're going bankrupt. Maybe. 
because no one subscribes. Because why would you subscribe to them? I don't. I I don't know. I have enough stuff already. Okay. Uh, before Andy falls asleep, let's keep going. FCC issued fines for stuff for fake alert tones. You're yes. not supposed to put fake alert tones. The, the the one thing I have about this though. Okay, so yes, the how, walking. Wait, how hard is it to not put the emergency alert signal in your show? Pretty, this should not happen. No. Okay, so I've got I've got yes. The AMC featured EAS tones during an, an episode of The Walking Dead. That's a no go, especially television, yeah. because TV, you know, are and other things are listening to that tone. So oh no. Like automated systems? Yes, especially there There were times where um, some radio, uh, there was a radio DJ guy. Radio is basically the backbone of most of the EAF stuff. If you see a TV yeah. station broadcast in an EAS alert, it most likely came from a radio. Plus, right. we had that national test uh, earlier right. this month. So it came from a radio or from an idiot who put it into their TV show. Yes. The Jimmy Kimmel one, though, I'm a little upset about because his, I, I watched the sketch and I didn't not hear the normal like TV tones. I didn't not hear. You Sorry. Did hear you did not. Hear. I did not hear the normal tones. Like okay. I'm sitting there watching this sketch. Like I'm because I, I know those tones by heart now. Yeah. Because I hear those go off and I go, okay, you know, is this a weekly test? Is this a required monthly test? Is this an actual emergency? What you know? I I I snap and I go, okay, what the hell just happened? You you know the tones by yes. sound. Yes, okay. I and watched, it wasn't one of the actual tones. I watched the Jimmy Kimmel skit. He got fined because he used the WIA alert tones. There is a specific tone that your cell phone would make when you receive. Because we, we tried that national test uh, last year mm -hmm. that actually was supposed to go to your cell phones as well. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. It was I guess, like delayed. Yeah, well, that and only, you know, a quarter of all cell phones actually got the alert because the cell phone carriers are lazy bastards. <laughs> but we we don't have any history talking about that oh god um so he got fined because his tv program had used those wireless alert tones three times in the program okay it's like well so, wait a second that's not going to you know trigger anything that's not going to trigger anything their thought was the fact that you know oh if people hear the tones too many times and they're going to basically become numb to it but it's and like, why do we test them every week and every month? Uh, mm, something yeah. doesn't seem to add up here, but okay. Yeah, a lot of people are like, that said, Walking Dead. Walking Dead, yes, that one is a legitimate. You played a frickin' alert tone on a TV show. That one, I agree with 100%. This Jimmy Kimmel one, $395,000 because they played a cell phone alert tone on the TV. I just... Yeah, I mean, how, wait, 300000 395000 I mean, Andy, that's a pittance. That's not even a slap on the wrist. Andy? Yeah? What station airs Jimmy Kimmel? ABC. Who owns ABC? Disney. How much does Disney care about a $300,000 fine? <laughs> We'll just release how many minutes of Endgame back into theaters and make up that 395000 Right, yeah. This, this is not a big deal for them. I mean, for, for like that one writer, they probably got their ass kicked. Probably. But yeah, it, it would have cost them more in lawyer fees to fight it than they actually got charged. Yeah, I could see that. Wasn't worth their time. I mean, seriously, how much do you think an episode of Jimmy Kimmel makes in ad revenue? 
Hold on, I can probably not tell to you mention that. ticket sales because there is like a live audience there. Y- yes, but uh, most of the time, I think all of the late night shows give out free tickets. You basically just have to wait in line. Well, that's nice. That's good of them. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel ad revenue. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, sorry, Jimmy Fallon YouTube channel could bring in twelve million a year. So it's a million dollars a month. Um, okay, here we go. From August 14th, 2016 to August 13th, 2017. So it's 2016 to 2017. Yep. So Jimmy Kimmel Live pulled in $324.9 million in national TV advertising. All right, hang on. Say that number again, $324 million. Well, just round it up to $325 million. Okay, $325 million. Yes. In a year? In a year. That's 62000 a week in ad revenue. Okay. So this was a month and a, a week of worth of just ad revenue. Which, you know, is it's... <laughs> Which, it, in the context of the single show, is indeed, like, that's pretty major. Yes, a month of right? revenue. If, if you were a mom-and-pop shop and you just lost a month of revenue, you're going to get closed down. Yeah. This isn't a mom-and-pop shop. No. This is, this is Papa Disney. <laughs> yes. Papa Disney don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like we need to somehow make that a sign somewhere and just put it in Disneyland. Papa Disney don't give a fuck. Yes. Uh, they'd care if you did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would. But like, yeah, go do yourself a favor and go watch the the epic rap battle of history of Jim Henson versus Stan Lee. Oh, that'd be an interesting one. I'll give you a spoiler alert because... There's, there's a spoiler here. They're both owned by Disney. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so guess how it ends? With Walt Disney coming in as the uh, as the third party. Yep. So okay. speaking of ownership, yeah. Xbox said that some of their first party developers that they own, like Double Fine, would want to stay multi-platform. Xbox will likely allow it. Yay! His his answer Ooh. is when he was asked about you know first party yeah. exclusives he said i think yeah. the question is less binary about should it be on switch should it be on playstation and more does it make sense for the franchise and and who was saying this um that was xbox first party studio boss mac Ma- sorry matt booty okay so this is the guy who's in charge of we own these other companies yes rest of his quote is in other words is it a kind of game where it would benefit from the network effect of being on a bunch of different platforms or is is it a game where we can best support it by putting resources and making sure that our platforms, things like xCloud and Game Pass and Xbox Live, are really leaning in to support the game? Which is to say, show me a game like Fortnite, and I'll let you put it on multiple consoles. Yes. Show me a game like Shovel Knight, and we're going to put it on just one. Yeah, you know, Minecraft, he said, was a no-brainer. He said, but things like Forza and Halo will remain Xbox exclusive because they were designed for from the outset to really exist on Xbox. Well, I mean, Halo, kind of. <laughs> there's, there's a bit, mm, I don't know about that, but, you know, I was just I was telling you a little bit ago to look at GameStop stock. Also, take a look at Microsoft stock. They're doing something right. Yes. Definitely doing something right. Uh, Nintendo took down a bunch of YouTube channels that had nothing but Nintendo music on them, and I'm really sad about this. Yes. I don't have anything else to add to that, because Nintendo hasn't published the goddamn OSTs. Where else are you supposed to get the music if you can't get it from somewhere? If you don't give me a legal venue to get the music, then yes, I will turn to people who are hosting it illegally. 
Have they not learned from things like Netflix? Well, Andy, Netflix hasn't learned from Netflix. No, that's also true, yes. <laughs> have you have you noticed the numbers of, of pirated media are rising again? Well, yeah, because I, Netflix needs to stop taking things out of their frickin' library. Netflix is taking things out of the library. Things are getting split up across different streaming services. God, if you think about it, there are shows that I want to watch on Prime, on Netflix, on Hulu, on Disney Plus, on HBO Go, or is it HBO Max? Uh, what else am I missing? Uh, oh yeah, CBS. That's freaking seven platforms right there, and that's just the, the you know like the streaming platforms. Ah, oh, yep. Not only yeah, and then you you know think of all your regular TV channels as well. If there's everybody's like you know we got to have the stuff on our platform. Well, sometimes you know do you really. Do you, you know, people want to make money on coming and going at the same time. Yeah. Um, speaking of CBS, though, they are going to be broadcasting the 2019 Nintendo World Championships this fall. Really? Yes. Three episodes. Of what? The 2019 Nintendo World Championships. Yeah, no, but what games? I'm trying. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Um, the the game with the the squids, the ink. Splatoon. Two. Yes, that is big enough to have a world championship that will be broadcast by CBS. Well, um, it's already happened. That was big enough to have a <laughs> world championship that was broadcast by CBS. That and Super Mario Maker 2. Super Mario Maker 2. I, I own Super Mario Maker 2. I bought it this weekend. Um, expect more of a review in an upcoming random review. But spoiler alert, I'm really bad at Mario. <laughs> Yeah, th this is why when I played Super Mario the first time, I played it on an emulator so I could do quick save. Yeah, I'm really bad at Mario. Quick save and quick load. Quick save and quick load. Okay, and then, so, okay. The last one Again, is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm thinking, so, okay, that makes sense. That it's makes like, sense. <laughs> it does. But you have, like, Dota 2, you have League of Legends, you have you have Fortnite with its $30 million prize purse, and CBS picks up Nintendo? Not only that, so three episodes, okay? First yeah. episode, Sunday, August 25th at 1 p.m. Not exactly prime time. Nope. Second episode, Saturday, September 7th at 2 p.m. And the last one, Saturday, September 14th at 1.30. They picked... The f they picked, like, the dead zone of television. And these are tournaments that already happened. Yes, they happened at E3. So, anybody, you know, the competitions so, were live-streamed okay. on YouTube and Twitch. And I, a few other things about this. Like, I, I'm trying to draw a comparison, and I'm, I may have just convinced myself of, of the other direction. My concern is, like, take someone who's never watched football, never paid attention to football, never learned the rules to football, has never held a football, and drop them in front of the Super Bowl. How excited and involved do you think they're going to be? This is my thought process on this. Okay, yes, the CBS picked really bizarre games. I mean, they picked Nintendo. They picked Nintendo. There's, there's something going on with that. Yeah, it's, it's they CBS put them at... CBS Viacom, isn't it? Yes, they put them at bizarre times, which my first off was you picked three different times and two different days A across three different weeks across three different weeks. It's just, you know, three weeks in a row, same day, same time. 
Consistency. Is, is that too much to ask for? <laughs> consistency is key. You should know this. You're CBS. You've had some of the top rated longest running primetime shows in history. Well, yes, that's why they're not replacing those with esports. <laughs> So my my alternative, I said that you know this was my line of thought, and then I, I was convincing myself to the others because I came up with a good counterexample, which is I have never watched curling, I never paid attention to curling, I've never held a curling stone, I know it's something loosely related to shuffleboard, and then I saw the Olympics and I watched curling for three hours. Not only that, so I can I, there is actually a curling analogy to this because of course there's a curling analogy to this there was um what do they call it i think they call it the american cup but um nbc you know who has the stranglehold on the olympics yeah um had the u.s team men's and women's basically invite just random teams from around the world like it was uh it was like china and scotland and just random teams and they held the america's cup Last year was like, I think it was in Bemidji, maybe because all the guys probably live close to Bemidji. I don't know where Bemidji is. It's in Minnesota. Okay. Um, and, and they so they invite all these other teams out there, and they basically play had a curling tournament for the week. And NBC went and recorded it all. And then later had a multi-week thing happening, and they called it Curling Night in America. So I and think it was like, showed it was Friday night, games. and they would sh- they you know I already knew the results of all these things there because you know. Because you pay attention to the yeah, pay attention to curling. So I already know like the results, but still, it was like you know, it was Friday night. It was two hours. They even edited it down to make it exactly two hours. And you know, there was a curling on NBC. I think it was NBC Sports, and it was yeah, it was curling night in America. And it was one of those things where it's like you know, people were just like coming up to me, like randomly going, you know, I had no idea about curling, and then I was just you know flipping through the channels Friday night, and there was curling. So I decided to sit down and watch it. <laughs> So I feel like CBS saw the curling thing, thought they could deal with esports, and then tripped at the starting line. Yeah. They're like, oh, but there's this thing here. We can put that on the TV. Well, where do we have open slots? Well, I, well, we got a 1 p.m. here, but we don't have it the next week. Well, what about over here? Well, we have a 2 p.m. over there. We have a 2 p.m. there, and we've got... And it's probably like movies, right, is is what's happening right before it. And there's like a movie and it's just they have movies with different lengths and they couldn't split the movie and put it where it needs to go. I don't know because it, it's Saturday, Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. I feel like that's more of like a local CBS content because I think they only have, let's see, schedule Sunday. Let's look at next Sunday, August 25th. Is that when the first one is? Sunday, August 25th at 1 p.m. Yeah. CBS website only has prime time listed. 7, 8, 9, 10. That's it. Oops. <laughs> they don't even list it on their page. All right. So let me let me go to the local CBS affiliate. See if it's on their schedule. Watch. No, I don't want to watch live TV. <laughs> ah, stop. Stop. Jeez. <laughs> uh, let's see. They had... <laughs> They have let's make a deal on before that. Really? Oh wait, no, that's Monday. I can't. I can't do any other schedule. Oh, this is dumb. Why am I doing this? I I don't know. You should stop. Yes, I'm just I'm just gonna stop now. Trying to deal with local TV pages is just mm-mm. right. So we should do. Um, we're at the random level now. Yeah. So we should it probably is do that. Your review. Yes, I am reviewing the Braun Series Seven Electric Razor. 
I would give you my exact model number, but it seems they have multiple model numbers, which most people say there really isn't much difference between all the model numbers. The Bronze Series 7 electric razor. Shaver. Shaver, sure. Shaver, razor. Yeah, well, because it's not a razor. No, yes, it is a shaver. So, okay, that's a hefty great shaver. Jesus Christ. Yes, the price is about $200, but I Yeah. I found mine. How much did I pay for mine? Let's see, let me check my orders. This thing better work like a fucking charm. Well, the reason I I wanted an electric razor for a while, I even put it on my Christmas wish list last year. Mm-hmm. And let's see, let's see, but uh, da, da, order details. <laughs> I got view larger link doesn't view any larger. It's the same picture. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm on I'm on Amazon's page for it, and I'm looking at the photos. And it's like view larger, and you click it, and it's just that picture. Just it's it's not any larger. It just loads a new page with that picture. <laughs> Uh, I had gotten mine for $20 off, so I picked up mine for $179. Okay. But yes, no, that's that's not even the Series 9. The Series 9 is their newest one. One of their Series 9 razors, $300. So, yeah, no, I went with Do these. you know how much I pay for my razors? <laughs> yes, but... The, okay, so my reasoning for getting this yeah. is the fact... Go ahead. I'm, I'm, you've, you've convinced me on things like this before, so let's hear it. Time right now is my most precious resource. Yes. It's something that I have... <laughs> when you have a kid, it becomes very clear that time is your most precious resource. Right. So, so like taking long showers and shaving is something that thing. I can't really do in the morning anymore. Because I'm just trying to get up, get showered, get dressed, and so I can take Isaac to daycare and then get to work. Right. So, you know, doing the whole straight razor, shaving and everything, it just wasn't happening in the morning. So I would basically, you know, I'd get beardy, if that's an adjective. Yep. I'd get beardy for like a week, and then on Saturday or Sunday when I wasn't up with Isaac would be my one time to actually shave. Really shave. Really shave. Yeah. And so, you know, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I really wanted something that was quick. And so I had gotten the $20 Remington at Meyer, and that felt like I was trying to shave with a cat. <laughs> I have an image of you with a cat up to your face. Not the claws of the cat, which is what I'm sure you were talking about, yes. but like the back of a cat. It was like rubbing it gently against your face. Like, why won't it shave? No, this one just felt like I was just getting scratched and I was getting all bumpy and red. It just was bad. Okay. So I did multiple researches from multiple pages on, you know, what was the best electric razor. And everybody pointed to the Series 7. And they're like, it's expensive, but it's good. So why not the Series 9? Because that is damn expensive. <laughs> There's expensive, and then there's, damn, that's expensive. But, like, if the Series 7 is so good, maybe the Series 9 is even better. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, the Series 9 has, you know, it's a little bit faster RPMs, and it's got supposedly a more uh, adjustable head. But, you know, beyond that, there wasn't much difference. Okay. So most people are like, you know. So the Series 7, a smart shaver. Yes. It's got, a you know, adjustable um, s- uh, speed function. It's got, you know, the precision trimmer on the back. Uh, I got the one with the self-cleaning and charging station. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, I can get up and within two or three minutes have a pretty decent shave. 
See, I used to use an electric shaver, and like it just doesn't get the one I had at least didn't get nearly as smooth and close. Well, yeah, no, I agree with that. You know, which is why you know I use this every other day. Yeah, but during the weekends when I have time, I will still you know lather up with the shaving you know cream and you know do a nice steady you know actual razor on it okay but that takes me at least 10 minutes to do and do right yeah this thing gives me 90 percent of the way there in three minutes once i'm done i drop it back in the charger slash cleaning station it goes through and does something and tells me you know what cleaning mode it needs to go with and i hit the start button i hop in the shower and that's all i have to worry about it three minutes drop in there hit the button it cleans it for me you know it's got little indicators on there to tell me when to replace the actual like you know shaver uh cartridge as well Mm -hmm. if i really wanted to i could take it traveling with me i don't need the cleaning base but you know what comes with there you know i could rinse it out there plus this thing is also waterproof so if i really wanted to i could take it into the shower with me yep so i am i am liking it yes that price is a big pill to swallow yeah that's that's rough But so far, this has been, you know, I have tried multiple electric razors, and they have all given me problems with my skin. This thing I have used for weeks now, and... You know, it's it's been a nice shave. Like I said, it, it's not the same as having just, you know, your regular razor. But three minutes, I'm just, you know, and I'm done. It's pretty so, nice. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I looked on, the, like I looked across multiple independent reviewers. I, you know, I did consumer reports. I, you know, I went through a whole bunch of different people and the Bronze Series 7 just kept on popping up multiple times. So either Braun is really good with their marketing <laughs> or, you know, it honestly feels like it's, you know, it's a good, it's a good shaver. So, all right, cool. So that, that's my re- review, the Braun series seven. Like I said, there's a lot of versions out there. You just got to make sure to buy one that I like it with the charging slash cleaning station for $200 for $200. Yeah. Plus the, um, replacement heads, I think are like 30 bucks. I haven't had to replace the head yet. Um, I would also point out the fact that um, there are a bunch of lights on the racer. I still haven't figured out, like, they're in the manual, so I have to keep on going back to the manual and looking, going, oh, that's the charging light. Okay, and then that one... (laughs) Oh, that's what it's doing. Yeah, that one will start to flash when it's time to replace the car. Okay, I get you now. Yeah. So I still haven't figured out all the whole manual on this thing yet. But right. That is my review. It is now time for the random topic I rolled ahead of time. What is the worst TV series finale? Um, I have not seen Game of Thrones. I have heard I, it's bad. I've not, not seen Game of Thrones, and I've tried to stay away from seeing what happens in it. I've, I've wanted to wait for the books and read the books. Um, I, I mean, The Sopranos comes to mind. Oh, The Sopranos. That was hilarious. Futurama, the like five different times that it ended. <laughs> Some of those were, were a little more disappointing. Um, Mad Men felt weird at the end. Heroes? If we consider season one to be the series finale. Oh, oh, How I Met Your Mother. I can think of that one. That was a bad one. Uh, Seinfeld was weird. Uh, Dexter was weird, but I, oh man, there was one. What was that show? St. Elmo? St. Elsewhere? Yes, I think it was. I believe there were shows of both of those. Yes. I I think it was. Lost was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
really like any any um oh show yeah okay where yes yeah the, okay the writing went off the rails so hospital drama six seasons long right yeah last episode of saint elsewhere turns out that the hospital is actually to believe is an autistic kids basically hallucination and the hospital was inside a snow globe oh god uh roseanne Oh, yeah, with the lottery? No, that wasn't the, the finale. That was the final season. The finale was that it was all a book. Yeah, it was her memoir about the thing. And it like that a ton of it had been changed or faked. But like, yeah, there was a show a long, not a long time ago. I think it was in the 70s where like the whole show was supposed to be a dream from a character from a different show. Oh, um, was that... Shoot, because, yeah, that was, um, and the guy woke up at the, oh, what? Newhart. Yes. It was Bob, it was Newhart, which yeah. was run by Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart woke up at the very end of it. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Right, it was, it was a dream, so Newhart was a dream from the character from the Bob Newhart show. Saints Elsewhere, Lost. Uh, what was it, Enterprise? Enterprise had a, a crappy ending, <laughs> where it was all, a, it was a holodeck re- Although it's not clear if the whole thing was holodeck or just, like, that final one. Oh, so yeah, there was Enterprise. Oh, my God, Quantum Leap. Oh, that was... Oh, Quantum Leap. If you actually go and watch it, you know about the ending of Quantum Leap where, you know, they, it fades nope. to black and it puts the little card on there? Nope. Oh. They misspelled the main character's name. What? They misspelled his name in the final... Literally the final thing that you see of the show, and they misspelled Sam. Yes, Sam they Beckett. Misspelled Sam Sam's name. They misspelled Sam Beckett in the finale. The last thing you see is his name. It's just like, how? <laughs> Season five of Quantum Leap, final episode called Mirror Image storyline. I'm I'm reading the continuity errors. <laughs> okay. The ending of Two and a Half Men was a bit weird too. Two alternate endings were scripted in case the series was renewed for another season. That's never a good thing when you don't know if there's going to be a... Okay. Yeah, uh, now the question that we're supposed to be answering, Andy, is what was the worst? Oh, God. Not what are all of them. I, I they were know. They were all so bad in their own ways. All pretty bad. Like, even, even Dragon Ball Z just did not have a satisfying ending. I, my, my, my thing, though, is the fact that I loved... Okay, this is, for me personally, the ending to How I Met Your Mother yeah. has soured me so much. I used to watch that show and actually, like, you know, enjoy it and, you know, would watch it when it would show back up again on TV. Yeah. But the ending of How I Met Your Mother has soured me so much to the series that I literally will not watch another episode of it ever again. How, how about the ending to Big Bang Theory? <laughs> Which was a terrible show in the first place, but also had a disappointing ending. I, 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 hey, 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 I... I don't think I've seen the last two seasons of it. Okay, so I shouldn't tell you what happens. No, no, please okay. don't. I, I feel like at some point I, I am going to watch the rest of it. I still I'm, don't get why you enjoy watching that show. Because it hits so close to home. But, Andy, the, the, the show is not written for you. I, the characters that you, you are supposed to sympathize with aren't the nerds. It's Penny. I, I'm just telling you, it just it hits close to home. Yeah, it's nerd exploitation. Yes, I could see that argument. There's a, there's a lot of times, though, where people bring up arguments when they're arguing about Big Bang Theory, and they'll bring up things that are entirely false, mm -hmm. and I will try and prove them false, and they'd be like, oh, you don't know what you're okay. talking about. Like, I studied frickin' television 
how how about the misogyny and the homosexuality? Oh, sorry, homophobic, not homosexuality, the homophobia. Yes. Yeah, Raj, that... Inappropriate handling of situations, you know, just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Women being objects. Anyway, I think that's the end of, of our... <laughs> I don't know if we can come up with a good... Uh, I, I, I told you, How I Met Your Mother right now, for me, okay. that was that it's literally important. killed the whole series okay. for me. It was that series finale. Just, nope, no more. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's uh, random, that was it. That, that was, was it, yeah. Speaking, speaking, speaking of no more, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>